What's up, y'all? It's Beta Mel Hawk, and today I have a veteran with me. And I'm not just talking about skating. I have an actual veteran. I have Zachary Sells here. He's the admin of Official Military Skate. So I just like to say, what's up, Zach, man? And what got you into making this community of yours? Yeah, how's it going, everyone? Uh, Zach here. Um, so I am a United States Marine Corps veteran. I served in the Marine Corps for uh, eight years. And then uh, I got out and uh, now I live and stay in sunny San Diego. Um, so it's kind of funny. I always tell people that like the creation of the page was kind of like a it's kind of selfish, honestly, because, uh, but so the, the reason I started the community for just to keep it simple was I wanted to skate the barracks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why? Is that why really? Wow. Yeah. I, I live in Southern California and I was like, man, I really want to skate the barracks, but you know, it's invite only, like you have to know somebody to get in. And you so plotted a whole way to get in there. Yeah, and it just kind of like took it just kind of spread like wildfire and just turned it into this like living organism and just I I wasn't expecting it to be this like big community or whatever. Like I had skated with people from all over the world, uh like military people, like I skated with other service members, you know, in Japan, here in the United States, like all over the place or whatever. And so I knew that there was like a bigger community, like uh like a bigger presence than what most people realize in terms of like the military skateboarding community, which is like a very, very, um, you know, specific niche. It's like, yeah, it's so niche. And like, like you said, honestly, yeah. before like seeing your page, it never even crossed my mind that there were people in the military yeah. that even skated. Exactly. Exactly. And like before I even created it, I didn't realize how big it was. Like I, like I, I, did, I was in for eight years. I would say in eight years, I probably met maybe like, 20 people that skated in the military and i was like okay like if i can get a decent amount of people together for like a skate session i could skate the barracks and so um i had this friend uh who used to attend those um what was it, the, the lady skate night things at the barracks that are hosted by i think it's poseidon uh shout out michaela ramirez she's on the host that but i had a friend her name was uh christiana smith she's like super, super good at transition gnarly female skater and uh, I had asked her one day, I was like, hey, how do you get in there? Like, how do you go to those? And she was just like, honestly, because uh, she was like friends with Andrew Reynolds. And I was like asking her, like, how do you get in touch with all these people? And she was just like, just send them a DM on Instagram, honestly, like just get a few people together and then like hit them up. And so I, <laughs> it's kind of funny because uh, so it's kind of wild. So that was 2000. I want to say 18. I think this is the fourth year we did it. Uh, and so um, I basically, I created like a group message on Instagram with Steve Barra, Ryan Denman, Chase Gabor, the canteen, like all the different barracks affiliated people. Like I created a giant group message and I was just like, Hey, I want to do a skate night for veterans day this year. Like, is that possible? And out of uh, Steve Barrow was the one that hit me back. He like personally messaged me back and was like, Hey, yeah, let's do it. Like I'm super down. And I was like, sick. I'm going to like invite all these people. We're going to have like a giant session. It's going to be amazing. And, uh, <laughs> I think like five or six people showed up <laughs> the first year. And, yeah. uh, one dude was like sick to his stomach and was like puking in the trash can the entire time. Didn't skate. 
And then this other guy like had like just like finished a street session and had like this disgusting gash in his leg. Like he was like, like he like literally wrapped up his leg and like he like had like this deep like wound in his leg and it was like still like, I'm going to skate and like shows up the barracks and like his leg all wrapped up. It was super sketchy. Mm. That's crazy, <laughs> man. Cause like I, before I called you on this podcast, I was just like going through your page and like looking up on YouTube and everything. And I'm just like, dude, Zachary's just like super humble, modest guy. He made this page cause he's a, uh, He's caring about the community, and then it's crazy to hear you be like, "Yeah, I just, I just made it so I can get into the barracks." So that's that's what it started out as, and then it just kind of like took off from there. Like that was that was like the initial goal of mine, and like it was, I mean, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted like other people to skate too, and like I wanted to like, I, because like it would never, it would never would have crossed my mind back then that this was like even like a possible like, uh, you know, platform or whatever. So. Oh, I don't think whatever crossed my mind. So I just kind of grew into that. Um, this was a piece of advice from Chris Roberts on the nine club. He said, um, and this is like, you don't have to be a pro skateboarder to be a part of the skateboarding community. There are a million other avenues of approach. And if it doesn't exist, create one, create your own way into the skateboarding community. And that was another reason that I started like the whole platform thing was I, I just want to be a part of the skateboarding community and the military. You know, like I said, it's a very niche thing, but it was also my way to become a part of the community. Um, uh, when I was watching the Barracks Unsanctioned, I was kind of bummed that uh, Space Force won. <laughs> it bummed me out. I just feel like they're like the youngest branch. And for them okay. to come out on top just kind of felt okay. bad. Well, I don't know if this will make you feel better, but the guy that's in the Space Force, he's like the only skateboarder that I know in the Space Force, and he's prior Air Force. So it's not like he just joined the Space Force. Mm -hmm. He looks super young. He looks super young, but he's actually probably about my age. His name's uh, JT. Super, super, super talented dude. This dude, uh, during the one of the sessions, I can't remember if it was the game. No, it wasn't the game of skate. It was like during the veteran skate day thing, whatever. Tyler Peterson showed up, and they were playing a game of skate together. And like Tyler Peterson got him to tee, and then he's one of those dudes where he would like didn't skate like super fast, but like he would do it. Tyler Peterson would do like the craziest trick, and then he would like get it. JT would like learn it on the second try if he had never done it before. I mean, he still lost, but it was like the game went on for like I think like ten minutes. It was nuts. But nice. yeah, he's 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 former Air Force, but yeah. That's funny that he's <laughs> you feel like that. But um, yeah. Do you find that you're getting like more interaction from like a certain branch? Uh, yeah. So before I answer this question real quick, oh, uh, fun fact. So since the Space Force is so new, right? Uh, it's like kind of like this gray area where they were like very like they're you know they're on their toes and they're trying to like be very careful about like the social media presence and things like that. So when JT told them that he was going to go skateboard in California for uh, like an event, they told him he wasn't allowed to put like, like if you look at the video, it says like affiliate. They had a, they, they made him put affiliate in there specifically because like they didn't want like the space force being associated with something that they weren't familiar with. And so they were super skeptical about it at first, but <laughs> then he wins the game and then he go back and then he goes back and, uh, they like surprised him. They had like a surprise formation and like gave him like one of those like military coins for winning. That's dope. So, like they went from they went from being like, 
I don't know what that is. You need to do this. Don't do anything crazy to being like, you want a contest? Even though it was just like an unsanctioned. They didn't, yeah. you know, they don't understand. But he made them look him, good. They gave, military, they gave him a military coin and it had a formation for winning a game of skate at the barracks. How crazy <laughs> is that? That's tight. That's tight. Uh, but yeah. Um, but in terms of like presence, so the biggest presence of skateboarding in the military is undoubtedly the army. Uh, like, I always tell everybody this. If I like picked up my phone right now and, you know, like the auto like uh, suggestion feature on iPhone, mm-hmm. if I type in the word United, the very next word that comes up is States. The very next word that comes up is either Army or Marine and then Army soldier or Marine Corps. So like it auto it already auto suggests that because I type it so much from putting it on my posts. Um, but I have to be biased because I'm a Marine and I have to say that. While there are some gnarly skaters in the army, the Marine Corps is still hands down like the gnarliest skaters I've ever met in my life. Shout out to my boys, Jake Watson, Travis Davidson, David Leoncini. Like those guys are like the gnarliest skaters I've ever met in my life. Like when I was in Okinawa, there are these two dudes I skated with, uh, Jake and Travis. Like I was like an okay skater at best. This dude, Jake, he's like best friends with Dalton Dern, grew up in Orlando. So he's like a, a rail chomper. And this dude was doing like, kickflip front boards down like 11 12 set rails and no kind of like first try and then travis was this dude from north carolina who would do like switch front big nose manual like it was like nothing i'm just like over here like all right guys i just learned kickflip back 50 on a ledge (laughs) i actually just learned kickflip back 50s on ledges like last week and honestly i'm so stoked on it because it's like opening so many doors for me like i'm trying to get kickflip 50s and kickflip nose grinds now i'm pretty stoked on it but yeah i'm actually just curious and like what made you join the military anyways for me personally um it was more of like a family tradition type of thing yeah and yeah. all mm-hmm. well, there were there were three main reasons i joined the military one family tradition my dad was a marine my grandfather was a marine so if I did join the military, it made sense to me to join that branch of service mm-hmm. to college. Um, fun fact, and not to be like, oh, yeah, look at me. But my I have a bachelor's degree in uh, computer networking and cybersecurity, and I'm four classes away from finishing my master's in business administration. I haven't paid a single dime for either one of those. That's tight. Completely free. Completely mm-hmm. free. And then the third and final reason <laughs> to travel to get out of Nebraska because there is nothing there. Yeah, I love my I love my family and friends in Nebraska, but I've never understood in my life how someone can like live there and be like, man, it would be sick if I just lived here forever in the middle of nowhere with like nothing around me. Especially after experiencing like the rest of the world. Like I, my my nephew just turned sixteen, and for his sixteenth birthday, I flew him out to San Diego and like showed him around the. Southern California for like, you know, a week and a half, whatever, for his birthday. And I was like, what do you think? And he goes, I never want to live in Nebraska after I turn 18. <laughs> yeah, but those are really yeah. the three reasons that I, I get heard when I ask someone why they why they join. And um, when since you knew that you were going to because it's a family tradition, was it like mm-hmm. you were trying to get as much skating as you could get in before joining? Like, did you pack a skateboard with you? And everything Bro, i was not prepared for how much i would be cut off from skateboarding once i joined the military like i didn't it didn't occur to me i was like 
not going to be able to skate as much. Like I was like, well, you know, boot camp is three months for the Marine Corps. So I was like, all right, I won't be able to skate for three months and I'll get back to it. But it's like, no, you go three months for the Marine Corps specifically. It's different for service, but Marine Corps specifically, you get boot camp for three months. You don't get anything. You don't get a phone, nothing. You got to write letters once a day if you're lucky. And then after that, you get a week of leave and then you go to combat training. And then that's subjective to uh, um, your, like your job. Like if you're a full-time, like, uh, infantry guy, then you're there for like, I think it's like six months. And then if you're not there for a month, but either way, um, if you're on the East coast, you don't get weekends. If you're on the West coast, you do, it's like very obscure. But like, for me, I was able to skate on the weekends in, uh, near Camp Pendleton in Oceanside, California on the weekends. But like, you have to have Liberty buddies is what they call me. You have to, you have, to have somebody with you. And so like, not only do you have to have a board, you're in an area you don't know, but you also have to find somebody that's willing to be like, Hey, I will go out with you and go skateboard somewhere. And that was basically non-existent. So I think I skated once during that time. So you probably never had like, Oh, I'm trying to be a pro skater or anything like that. Uh, No, I never thought, I thought about going pro when I was younger. And I was like, when I was like 22, 23, maybe I was like, yeah, I'm going to get out of the Marine Corps. I'm going to be a pro skater. And then the moment comes when you're about to get out of the military and you're like, all right, this isn't realistic anymore. I'm not, by the time I was ready, by the time I was done with my first enlistment, skateboarding had already progressed so much. And I was like already so behind the curve from, you know, lack of like being consistent. I was just like, it's not a realistic expectation anymore. Um, but I remember when I was like 15 or 16, you know, Tony, Tony Hawk pro skater first one. I was like, I was like, I used to always have that thought, you know, being from the middle of nowhere, Nebraska, just like in the intro to Tony Hawk, where this guy's on a, just gets on a bus from the middle of nowhere, just goes to California and just, know, I always had that thought in my head. I was like, what if I just take a bus to California and just never come back? Like maybe, maybe I'll make it. Maybe I won't. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But you know, do you think, um, being do you think serving has like affected your skating like positively like like oh like i shouldn't like you know because as far as i like seen military military teaches you to be you know like overcome your overcome your fears and be brave and all that okay so there are two two points there are two uh types of people that are like there are two aspects of a person that serves in the military and a skateboard. So you have the skateboarding, right? Skateboarding is teaches you to be resilient. Like Tony, or not Tony, <laughs> we get hit for that saying Tony, but Rodney Mullen, Rodney Mullen talks about like, and all of his like Ted talks and all of his uh, like, you know, speeches he gives like MIT and stuff. He talks about the resiliency of a person that is the type of person that will try something and, battle it and just keep going until they accomplish it. Like that's a resilient person, right? Caveat. (laughs) Doing something over and over again uh, and expecting different results is also the definition of insanity. But anyway, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you know, we, we get there, we get, we get that result eventually. So you have this resilient person that is a skateboarder. And then you have this military aspect where you're like super disciplined and like you're taught to never give up until you do what you need to do. Like it's crazy to me how uh, 
like we're saying earlier, they're so different in terms of like communities, like you have the skateboarding community and you have the military community. They're so different in nature, but at the same time, like that resiliency is like so ingrained into both the skateboarding community when you're battling a trick and then the military community, when you're, you know, in the middle, like when you're completing a mission or doing something that, you know, you need to get done. Like it's, such a vital part of both communities and then you take a person that's part of both and you put it together and it's just like overwhelming like the determination i've seen from like skaters that serve in the military is like almost unreal like if you think there's like a type if you think skateboarders never got battling a trick you think a military person like you know semper fi do or die like that's like the marine corps mindset you put those people together you're just going to get like this overwhelming amount of like potential it's insane that's dope that's dope yeah i'm like some of y'all are jumping out of planes and shit and you know (laughs) deep sea diving you shouldn't be scared to like jump down a five stair you know i yeah well to be fair once you get like a certain age your body naturally goes into like a what's it called like a self-preservation mode mm-hmm. like if you look at my style of skating from when i was like 18 to i'm 31 now it's yeah like when i was 18 i used to jump off stairs i used to hit rails just all that stuff and now if you watch my clips i just i stay on like the smallest quarter pipe and skate flag around and that's it <laughs> so like what was your day like when you went to go sign up for the military like what was what was it like that day for you I remember, so I went to my recruiter with hair down to my shoulders, like typical, like hundred pounds soaking wet, like long hair, torn jeans, ripped shirt, skateboarder. And I remember uh, like sitting down and talking to the Marine Corps recruiter and my dad was with me and we were sitting there and he goes, what's your best trick? And like this military, this like big military guy is looking at me and I'm like, Like this guy's going to know what my best trick is or whatever. And I think back then I did, I did like one like tray for a tray flip crook, like stall, like a tray flip, like nose pick, whatever on transition. And so like, um, or not, not nose pick, but crook or whatever. And, uh, I'm like sitting there like, this guy's not going to know what I'm talking about. Like this guy's, uh, so I look at him, I go, if I tell you, are you even going to know? And he goes, try me. I was like, all right. So I said, tray flip crook on transition and he looks back at me and he goes can you do that on a rail and i said what and he goes tray flip k grind and i was like (laughs) this man just said this man just said k grind to me and i was like how did you know that hell yeah yeah i was gonna ask Uh, how do you even know that someone's that how do you figure out that someone skates in the out there because it's not like they have some skate shoes on or like a thrasher yeah, yeah, yeah. tee and everything. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I'm all like skated. I'm all, I was probably wearing, knowing me, I was probably wearing bullhead jeans, a pair of Fallen's and I don't know, a barracks shirt or something. My Chris Cole battle commander shirt. But this dude, you know, he's in full uniform. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, right. Like, you're going to know if I tell you. And this man looks at me and he goes, K grind. And I like, I jumped out of the chair and I was like, no. I'm sure he was like, I can't wait to say something to you. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was shook, and I was – I mean, I already planned on signing up, but I was like, a little like, bit, was like, take a little right, more impact. I'm like, crazy. I had saw in your Instagram bio, it was like, send clips with uh, proof of service. So I was like – I was wondering if people out here trying to, like, 
still valor for Instagram reposts and everything? Uh, so <laughs> not that I think I remember one person trying to do it like a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. There was like one person, like one incident. And I remember that said, but no, mostly I just get a bunch of like, um, like most people, they submit proof of service. Like it can either be a picture of your, uh, you know, uh, ID with the information blurred out. If you separate it from the service, it's called a DD-214, your proof of separation with your like social and stuff blurred out. Or you, like, honestly, just a picture in uniform works. Like I, I'm not like, oh, here, like screening people with like background checks and things like that. <laughs> but I do get a lot of little kids like DMing me like, hey, check out this kickflip. Will you put it on your story or this side or the other? I'm just like, like my dad's in the army, you know, that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I did, okay, um, I did post some kid like that once, but it was, like, him and his dad, and his dad was, like, forward deployed, and he was, like, hey, this is my dad, he skates too, will you check it out, and I was, like, dude, that's so sick, like, people are, you're, like, um, all about it, but, yeah, but for the most part, it's usually, like, I just get, like, or, or, <laughs> or I'll get messages from, like, kids being, hey, will you sponsor me, and I'm, like, that, that's not what this is, man. I gotta wonder, uh, what's a better video game, Call of Duty or Skate Three? <laughs> okay, so one, you're asking the wrong guy because I don't play video games. Not I'm a gamer. Not, no, I'm not a gamer, man. I I used to play video games when I was like overseas and stuff because there was nothing to do when you couldn't go off base. The only games I ever got like super into was like Gears of War and Halo but I don't own anything anymore. Uh, but skate three undeniably, I'm I, call of duty always. I never under to me. Every call of duty game was like exactly the same and just a different, like it's like the same thing and a different map and a different war. It's just like repetitive and like unoriginal, but I'll probably get some hate for that, but that's just my personal opinion. But skate three, like skate three was such an innovative scale game specifically for skateboarding. Like, no offense to <laughs> Tony Hawk, but like I remember when like Project Eight came out, and I was like, "Oh man, look at this! I can flip my board all kinds of crazy." And it was just like super unrealistic, and I was just like, "It was fun," especially after watching like almost round three like a million times. But uh, but EA Skate Three was just yeah, it was just a game changer. I so, saw yeah. you had, I believe, the video is called Mandatory Fun. <laughs> yeah we have uh we have two full-length videos there's um mandatory fun and then hurry up and skate mandatory fun was like my first attempt at a video project i originally wanted to do like one video a year for veterans day that's like uh like i said i have a bunch of projects going on right now uh but that was like my first project was mandatory fun and if you i know trans world's kind of like in like the twilight zone where they're like still around but not around like i think their youtube's around but i don't know about skateboarding.com but it's actually on skateboarding.com on like some random blogger forum or somewhere i hit up jamie owens the former editor-in-chief and he put it on their website for us oh yeah but yeah so how'd you go about picking the people in the video so the biggest thing that I wanted to do was have at least one person from every branch of service uh, represented. And so that was like a really big key factor. And then I literally just went through like all my DMs and tried to find like the heaviest hitters I could find. And like some of the people that I wanted for the video didn't work out or like, I mean, you know, I love all those guys, but you know how skateboarders are when you're trying to get footage from them. It's like, 
pulling teeth. Like I basically, and especially trying to do it logistically from people all over the country and all over the world is such a nightmare. Like you have to find people that have not only you have to find people in the military, then you have to find those people. Uh, you have to like find people that have a filmer and then you have to find people that aren't like deploying or aren't going to be gone that have time to film. And it was just such a logistical nightmare that like half the people that I wanted to didn't. And then the other half of the people, like some people were like suit, you know, you have the young blood, super, super like high people that are like, Oh, I'm going to film my first video part. And like, they're going out like every day getting clips. And you have the other people that are like, Oh yeah, I'm going to get to it. And then like a month before the video is supposed to drop, you get a bunch of like recycled footage that's already been used in their old parts on YouTube that no one's ever seen. Mm-hmm. And like no disrespect to them, but I was just like, all right, man, thanks. Now I got to try to salvage all this and turn it into something. And yeah, it was basically, uh, as we say in the military, it's a, a polished turd. I'm going to name some pros and you tell me what branch you think they would serve in. So, <laughs> first, first up, we're going to just start with Niger. Oh, Niger would definitely be the Marines. Marines? Yeah, just because, like, the personality, like, Marines are very, I mean, I was a Marine, and we're very cocky and, like, very proud, so I would say definitely Marines. Okay, what about Chris Cole? Chris Cole? Chris Cole is my favorite skateboarder of all time, so I want to say Marines, but I don't know. He's a Chris Cole's a pretty metal dude. It would definitely be... Marines or Army. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say probably Marines just because like to me Chris Cole is the elite of the elite. And again, I'm biased. And yeah, I'm gonna say Marines again. Um Lizard King. Lizard King? Oh man. Definitely Army. Yeah, I have no doubt about that. I, I would say Lizard King would definitely be Army. Uh Reynolds. Reynolds? Dang. I'm going to say I'll probably get hate for this or I'll get love for this. I don't know, but I'm going to say Reynolds is Air Force just because like Reynolds is gnarly on a board. Okay, hold on. Pre like piss drunk days, Army. Modern day Reynolds, Air Force. Okay, okay. Tony Hawk. Air Force. Garen. I know his dad was in the military, I think. I forgot what branch. So maybe whatever branch his dad was in, but I'm okay. going to say Air Force. Hey, um, oh, hey. Also, also, you know what the the logo of the Air Force is, right? It's a hawk. It's an eagle. It's close eagle. enough. Okay, okay. Uh, Steve Barra. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. Um, that's a good one. Like, I know Steve, but I don't know him that well to make assertions about what kind of branch you would be in. I would say probably the Navy, honestly. I think Navy. Okay. Fun well, fact, this is this is this is one of my weird flexes. And I literally never dropped this, but this is just like one of my weird flexes. And he's never texted me back, but I have Steve Bear's number and my phone number. <laughs> I love telling that to people just just randomly just be like, oh by the way, I have Steve Bear's phone number. I'm I'm blocked by Bear, so just because I was making a, making fun of Kiriuma. 
I posted one meme, uh, or I reshared one meme, but I didn't really know what it was about. I just thought it was like funny, but it was like out of con. I didn't get the context of it, and he like messaged me and was like, "Dude, that's not cool. We've been like really, you know, cool about like supporting you guys." And I was like, "You?" I, I didn't understand what he was talking about. I was like, "What?" And then I like, I guess I, I like deep dived into it, and it was like something like making fun of like him specifically. And I was like, "Oh, my bad, man." But we're Our, like chilling um, out. Is the Coast Guard like? Freestyle skaters. <laughs> Freestyle skaters. Oh, yeah. that's a good one, man. We there's we always make the joke that the Coast Guard doesn't count in the military. So maybe uh, what what doesn't count in skateboarding? Whatever whatever doesn't count in skateboarding, the Coast Guard will be the equivalent. So I don't know. Maybe if you, I mean, like, uh, I guess you could say that, like. Andy Anderson, super tech, but I don't think I'll ever see him at a podium at like a Tampa pro or something, which is unfortunate. Like I love his style of skating and that dude actually is super gnarly, but just the way the skateboarding, modern day skateboarding is judged. I don't think, I mean, he has the potential to, if he, you know, cause he's that good, but maybe, maybe freestyle skateboarding is the coast guard. I, I don't know. It's hard to say, uh, man. If I had to pick, like, if I had to pick, like a skateboarder that I thought would be in the Coast Guard, it would, yeah, uh, I, I guess it would be like, yeah, that's a good question, dang, because I don't think about the Coast Guard that much. Probably like, like YouTube skaters. That's probably what there they you say. Go. That, you know, there like, you go. Like that, Braille, there you go. Yeah, like the whole Braille revive. Yeah, that, that, that other makes, side of skating. You know, that makes yeah, that makes sense. What branch do you think Cater would be in? Cater Silla. Um, Cater Silla would probably be. Well, it's a tough one because Baker Boys are. I would say most people on Baker would be Army just because they're like grungy. Uh, but Cater's not like super grungy. He's just a pothead now. So I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Army. I'm going to say Cater Silla's Army. Like super chill, way back, doesn't really care about anything. What about the Sodi, Mark Suchu? Mark Suchu is 1,000% going to be in the Space Force. What about Lizzie Armanto and Rodney Mullen? Lizzie Armanto, I'm going to say probably Air Force. Rodney Mullen, definitely Space Force. And last but not least, our king, Rob Deerdick. Rob Deerdick, like super business oriented entrepreneur definitely going to be in like either the navy or the air force sweet all right dope thank you for that i'm sure people are going to love to hear that and may have some opinions on all those um lastly i just really want to know what's your goal what's your end goal for official military skate my overarching goal for official military skate because that's what it started out as now it's just like i told you what it started out as now it's like a, just a platform and a community but um since you know pivoting and like moving forward my new like overarching end goal so this is kind of what i envision in my head and it's difficult to do it because I do everything by myself right now and I always bite off more than I can chew and I have a million different projects going on right now like if I showed you my planner it looks like a complete mess yeah. but uh I want to create a pair this is like my my goal I want to create apparel and then be able to like sponsor you know skaters in the military or whatever 
And then it'll be like a brand apparel. And then a certain portion of the proceeds will go to my friends uh, that are nonprofit six feet above. And then um, Target, like skate shops outside of military bases, because they're everywhere. There are so many military bases with skate shops outside of them, like Asylum and Grandeur and Oceanside, uh, Finn Skate Shop, North Carolina. Like, like they're everywhere and i know all the people that work at all these places and i could reach out to them and be like hey and there are so many like if i had a dollar for every time i saw like a like a young military person like going in and buying like a new board set up just because they were there like it would be it would be a good target audience and so um use the money from the apparel donate it to the better nonprofit, and then get enough money and then my that's that's so that's one aspect of what I have. Uh, there are like two kind of two key aspects, uh, and then the other aspect of it is um, I'm I started well I started working with this guy in the UK, um, and he runs this like skateboard club program over there called Benson Skate Club, and uh, what we're trying to do here and there, um, his is more of a skateboard club, and I'm trying to piggyback off of what he's doing over there in like a certain aspect, but it's a little similar, but somewhat a little different. What I want to do uh, is get to a point where skateboarding becomes a military sport because here's my thought process. And going back to um, earlier when we were talking about, you know, I lost a lot of my ability from not being able to skateboard constantly in the military so if we can get to a point where skateboarding becomes a military sport, especially, especially because it's an Olympic sport now, skateboarding becomes a military sport. And then you get what are called TAD orders, temporary assigned duty. So fun fact, and it, it'll be a giant stretch because, you know, it's an extreme sport and you're prone to injury and stuff like that. So it'll be a shot in the dark. But like the people that play football for like the Navy and the Army and people that are on the boxing teams, all these other like impact violent sports, violent, uh, all these other impact sports, you don't work a normal night. You don't work your normal schedule. You are temporarily assigned to those teams Mm -hmm. and you're with them for like a year, two years at a time, whatever it is. And that's your that that's how you support the military. You go to like boxing tournaments, football games, stuff like that. You you don't like say say I'm a truck driver, right? And I'm really good at boxing. If I get on the boxing team, I don't work in the motor pool. I don't work with the vehicles. I am fully engaged with that boxing for a certain amount of time during the year, and that's all you do for that set period of time. Okay. So if we can get to a point where skateboarding is at that same level, then you could theoretically go to your unit. Like, oh, man, he's really good at skateboarding. He's good enough to be on this skateboard team, okay? So he's going to go skate competitively for the skateboard team, for the armed forces. And then same concept, what I want to happen is if you can get on a skateboard team for the armed forces, I want it to be like kind of like a, a a trajectory where you go, you join the team, you get good enough, you compete. Say you compete well enough. You go to SLS, you go to SLS, you have a shot at the Olympics, like a stepping stone kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I want the overall. That's my long term goal for those two things. One, get it to become a brand where I can do it full time and just kind of do whatever I want with skateboarding. And then two, uh, get it a point where 
military skaters who are at that level, they don't have to go through basically what I went through where you lose your skill and ability and only you to skate every so often. You get to do it full time. And eventually you're at a point where you can compete at an Olympic level. That's like my long-term overarching goal. What would you say to someone who is thinking about joining the military that skates? And also what would you say to someone that's about to like leave the military that skates? Okay. So first off, if you're joining the military and you skate, uh, do your research. If you want to keep skating, like if skateboarding is a huge prize, as big of a priority to you as like it is to some of us, do your research because there's a good chance you're not going to be able to do it as much as you wanted to. And you also have to take into factor like consideration, like possible injuries. Like, I guess I would, I would say that to both people getting out and getting going in and going out. Like my back's messed up. My knees messed up. My wrist, like my body's trash. And yeah, I didn't even do that much, but uh, yeah, just do your research. Don't be like me where I, I walked straight into the Marine Corps office and I said, sign me up. And I didn't talk to any of the other branches and see what they had to offer. Um, do your research, be aware of what you're getting yourself into. And then uh, for the people getting out, um, just um, not specifically to skateboarding, but just in general, take care of yourself, maximize, take full advantage of your benefits, like your education benefits, your disability benefits, your home benefits, stuff like that. I also, it's still like in like the early stages, but I am working on something right now where like my friends and I are working on like an ebook to help like veterans that are transitioning out of the military, uh, to like learn financial independence specifically for veterans. It's kind of still in the works, but uh, follow at veteran sales guy on TikTok, and you can watch my like four posts that are all super low quality, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but if you're going in, you're coming out, take care of yourself, do your research. But for the skateboarding aspect of it, I will say this, this is one of my favorite quotes of all time. Super famous quote, Jay, J. J. Boy Adams. You didn't stop skateboarding because you got old. You got old because you stopped skateboarding. That's like one of my favorite quotes to live by. Like there's, I, I hate, I hate when I meet people and they're like, yeah, I used to skateboard. And then, you know, if you are one of those people that say I used to skateboard, then you never really skateboard. You were never really a skateboarder. No offense. But the people that like live, breathe skateboarding, that's like a, it's not like a thing that you do as a part of you. Like I'm 31. My grandma still asked me like, are you still doing that skateboarding thing? I'm like, yeah, I can still walk. So yes, I got to shout out all the veteran owned companies real quick. Oh yeah. Shout sure. out, shout out Schlotty skateboards out of Texas. Shout out thrash and raid skateboards, shout out snake farm uh, skateboards, shout out tragic skate co shout out WTB skateboards, shout out STS skateboards and shout out and rest in peace. All gold oldies.